Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. And we are digging into James chapter number three. And we had stopped the thought right there in James chapter number three, verse six. It says, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell for every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents. Of the things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. I'm reminded, uh, just recently my daughter went to a school field trip where they spent uh, four days, I believe it was, up in Mackinac Island, Michigan, and they, they did some learning with some different historical sites, and then there was some free time. And uh, a friend of my daughter's, and and uh, her dad, they wanted to, they really wanted to do horseback riding. And they, they on Mackinac Island, if you know anything about it, they don't have any cars on the island. It's only horses, horse-drawn carriages, and bicycles. Well, in the middle of the uh, horseback riding, they had a line of horses. Uh, unbeknownst to my daughter, she was riding one of the younger horses that had just been broken and trained. And so, unfortunately, there was an animal off to the right. To my understanding, I wasn't present, but the, the animal came out and the horse got spooked. And as you can imagine, you know, they're, they're going all over the place. And my, 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 my old Kaylin, poor Kaylin, she's, you know, screaming. And then my wife's horse goes and all of this, but reminding you that these horses are powerful. And in the process of, yeah, they put a bit in the horse and yeah, they're, they're doing all the work to per se, break the horse. And as the Bible says, tame the horse mm -hmm. still, when they get out of control, uh, they're pretty powerful. They can do some damage. And so what we're seeing here in verse number six is that same thought process. The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue amongst our members. It, it, it can make a, a, a multitude of damage or a lot of damage before we can even think about it. It is. It's interesting. I like the terminology that James uses here. It's a world of iniquity. The word there is cosmos. Uh, James is saying it's its own universe of evil. It just opens up a whole new world. And he says, he's, he's illustrating to us the fact that you know, those words aren't just limited. They go on forever. They they defile much more than just that moment. It's a world of iniquity. It, says it defileth the whole body. The tongue, he's mentioned a little member, but defiles the whole body. Now, Brother Jacob, you and I have spent a lot of time together. You were here, and uh, we like going out to eat. You know, we can go out to eat after after a Sunday here and go out to the Mexican restaurant and get salsa. I have learned over the years to take my tie off. Because what happens? If I don't take my tie off, eventually... Salsa gets on that tie. Now, it may only be a drop, but it ruins the whole tie. 
Sometimes we like to look, oh, look at our lives. Oh, it's just a little spot. No, it ruins, it defiles, it stains the whole body. That's good. And the interesting thought that we can make this application, this, as I've said before, this is not just a young man's teaching point. We are living in a day today where let no corrupt communication proceed out of our mouth. And when we talk about social media, this is not just the 20s and below. Yeah, This is a, a whole host of people on a variety of different platforms. And our communication, we think that, oh, it's just for the moment. But it lasts. It does. And we justify it because it's, it's my rant. It's my hashtag no filter. So yeah. it's okay. What, what does God say? Right. The tongue's a world of iniquity. We can't justify it by saying, oh, it's just a rant. Right. Or I, I'm venting. Uh, we, we, we use a variety of words to try yeah. to justify. But verse number seven gets to the point of where we open with our illustration of the horse. It says, for every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. So we have taken time to, per se, train or break an animal. Mm -hmm. And then he says, but the tongue, oh, we can't break the tongue. No, it, it, it's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. I don't think he, he held back on this teaching point, him trying to show the importance of what the tongue can do and the damage that can be done. You know, as we think about this thought, everything else has been tamed, but the tongue can no man tame. That's verse eight. Let's take our mind, go back to chapter two. What about the law of liberty, though? Man cannot tame the tongue. The perfect law of liberty, we can see, yeah, we struggle on this point in the area of our life. And we we justify it by hashtagging this or that. Well, while we can't tame it, God can. We need to realize God's word is true here when he says it's full of deadly poison. And that poison isn't just affecting someone else. I uh, forget who told me the story recently, uh, but an individual had gone out in their yard and they saw something. They thought they knew what it was, but called the wildlife control. Well, he got there and indeed it was a venomous snake. They thought it was dead, but weren't going to approach it. Well, they did and find out. It was a venomous snake. It was dead. It had bitten itself. I, mean, I think of the illustration, I think about the tongue. It's not just poisoning someone else. Where's the poison coming from? It's coming from us. Right. The one who spoke the words. And we can bring venom on ourselves. And we see that he says, therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. So... How does out of the mouth, the same mouth on Sunday morning that's raising the hand, well, the mouth isn't raising the hand, but uh, <laughs> the, 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 the same person that is, has their hand raised, amening. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then go to the restaurant and they're cursing out the, the waitress. Or having preacher for lunch. You know? Yeah. yeah that, no. That's the point he's making. Because, I mean, the very next verse is, you know, how, out of the mouth. Same mouth proceeds the blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not to be. You know, if you're wondering what verse 9 was talking about, we can, how can we go to church and praise God and then with the same mouth curse the thing that's made in the image of God? And there in verse number 11 paints the picture again. Mm -hmm. uh, illustrations galore. This exactly. Is, this is not a, a book that, that lacks for illustrations. He says, Doth the, the fountain send forth at the same place 
sweet water and bitter or could we put it this way in modern vernacular if you go to a faucet does good water and bad water come out of that same faucet or does that well that you pull water from does it have both good water and bad water can a fig tree my brethren bear olive berries either of vine figs so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh so here's the picture the tree that looks good from a distance when you get up on it and it's it's bad it's rotten mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to go around the tree and find a sick tree is going to produce sick fruit correct and he mentions it you know part of this is the tree reveals what it is by its fruit the fountain the faucet when you turn it on it reveals the source now you can have a bad source and treat it temporarily but it doesn't change the source if there's sweet if there's sweet words and bitter words coming out what's the source the source really is bitterness that we can temporarily make sweet but it doesn't change the fact that it's coming from a bitter source the berries aren't coming from a fig tree figs are coming from that fig tree it reveals its nature so it can't yield both. It's going to yield one, and it reveals what the source is. The word, the word think before you speak, that word think is an acronym. Is it true? Is it T, true? Is it honest? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? Before you speak, if you think and you apply all those principles to what you speak, I believe that what you speak will come out and it won't be bitter. It won't be foul. It won't be worldly. It'll be God honoring. So as we go today, we go about our day. Can you be encouraged to think before you speak? Is it true? Is it honest? Is it inspiring, necessary, and kind? Maybe pause it, go back, replay it, write it down, and use this for the future that our words would reveal the source, and the source is the Word of God. Until next time, God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.